Thank you for choosing Weekly Politics as your podcast today, guys. And I have been, I'm going to be honest with you, I have been very uh, light on the amount of news that I've been reading that comes from Afghanistan, just because I paid attention to the first week and a half-ish of this Afghanistan disaster, and I'm just sick of it, okay? I can't stand, I just can't stand seeing how Biden is messing up. He's literally killing American citizens and troops by leaving them behind. He gave, I don't know how much was it, $60 billion worth of uh, military machines to the Taliban by leaving them behind. It's a disaster, okay? So this episode, it's a bit of a break from Afghanistan. I'll give you a real quick update right now about what's going on. But first, for those of you guys who are new to this podcast, my name's Reagan. I am I literally talk politics for a hobby, so I'm a I'm a rare breed. Uh something that I find really interesting in politics is how there's two different views and those two different views always try to argue. They always try to say, Oh, we're the right view or we're the wrong view and obviously that's obvious, right? But the interesting part about it is how they argue it. So if you look at the left, they always say, well, there's more than one truth. And that's a common tactic that you see with people who are wrong. When when someone knows that they are wrong and knows that they're going to eventually lose if everyone else figures out they're wrong, what they do is they try to make it sound like they're right, make it sound like they're for everyone when really they're not. So that's a very common tactic. That's that's why that's what led me to uh, speaking or talking about politics as a hobby, actually. But like I said, today's a break from Afghanistan. Real quick update. So we're pulling out of Afghanistan. Uh, I don't think we met the deadline. I didn't check yet today because I haven't looked at Afghanistan news yet. But I'm pretty sure we did not make the deadline of getting every single American troop out. We have, I can almost guarantee you, we still have troops there as well as citizens. Same as other nations, I'm pretty sure. Although other nations are doing it in a much more controlled way than we are. So there's a quick uh, update on Afghanistan. The Taliban has billions of dollars of our equipment that I'm surprised they haven't used it to kill massive amounts of Americans yet. I know there were suicide bombers. Those suicide bombers did kill quite a few people as well as hurt quite a few people, but they weren't really using American equipment, so I'm not going to count that. I mean, what they did was horrible. I admit that. What they did was absolutely miserable. But you get what I mean. I'm not going to count that as uh, deaths made by our own equipment. So for today, what we're going to do is we're going to review a video that I found um, on YouTube. It's this former ICE officer arguing with AOC about illegal immigration and one of my favorite things to talk about is illegal immigration just because it's so obvious. And AOC is one of the dumbest Democrat people there are right now. So let's let's take a look at it. You're in the country illegally is violation 8 United States Code 1325. Seeking asylum is legal. If you want to seek asylum, you go through the port of entry, do it the legal way. The Attorney General of the United States has made that clear. Okay, so that was the introduction right there. That is basically just showing you the highlights, obviously, of the video. Um, real quickly on the introduction, 
The ICE officer got that spot on. If you want to go into the United States, why don't you do it the legal way? If you're not coming in the legal way, you're not a legal asylee. And when you're not a legal asylee, the only other thing you can be is an illegal immigrant, which means, yes, you are illegally crossing the border, which means you are breaking a law. When you break a law, you give up your freedoms. When you give up your freedoms, you can very easily be separated from your families. Okay, let's move on. You know, Mr. Chair, I was looking, how did we get to this point? How did we get to this point where we take children out of mothers' and fathers' arms? And, uh, you know, it, it dated back family separation in the way that we have seen it, where we take children away from their parents without due process, began last year under Secretary Kirsten Nielsen. But I had. Okay, so without due process. Uh, I'm assuming she means that we don't have to get a warrant to or a specific warrant to take or to separate families. And that's true. Um, all they really need to do is a specific warrant to arrest a specific person. So it de- I guess it, de- it depends on how you define separating a family. And the way I define it is if you go somewhere or not if you go somewhere, if a police officer pulls you over and you're caught with, I don't know, what's a common crime that you'll probably get arrested for you caught with three bags of marijuana in your car or something like that you're probably going to get arrested right let's also say you were reckless driving to make it even worse so you're definitely going to get arrested now so they're going to arrest you but you had your family in the car like the ice officer said you're separating the family you're separating the family legally okay so you separated the family legally you got and <laughs> The way she tries to put it is to make you feel bad for the people who did something wrong, but they're doing something wrong. Okay, let's let's listen to what else she has to say. To dig further, and our staff dug further, but where did this start within the administration? She implemented it, and we found a memo. Dates back to April 23rd of 2018, where there was an official recommendation to, quote, pursue prosecution of all amenable adults who cross our border, quote, illegally, even though this applied to legal asylum seekers in practice, including those present... Applied to legal asylum seekers? So something AOC loves to do is she likes to twist the law. She likes to twist into her own words, even though she's not a judge, so she has no legal power to do so. So let's, um, let's figure out what she means here. Uh, what she probably means is that people who are seeking asylum are crossing the border before their asylum has been confirmed by the United States. There's one thing she could be talking about, and that's true. We do, or we, I'm sorry, I'm not an illegal immigrant. I'm not even an immigrant. They do do that. They cross the border before their asylum has been confirmed by the United States, and that is illegal. You need to be arrested at that point. Or she could just mean people who are coming from a rough background. In that case, that's basically anyone who crosses the border seeking to be seeking to perm- uh, seek a permanent rem- residence in the United States. That's almost everyone who comes. Uh, no, <laughs> she's wrong in her definitions here. Um, something that being able to arrest and separate families and deport them—it's basically saying we can, or sorry, we can only do that with illegal immigrants. So if you cross the border without permission by the U.S. government, 
you are illegally crossing the border. You are an illegal immigrant. You will be deported, arrested, whatever. And she's trying to twist it. That's very common for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Let's continue and listen to her ramble on. ...with a family unit between ports of entry in coordination with DOJ. Here is the memo that I would like to submit to the congressional record. And so I looked at this memo, and it seems like this is the source of it. And it seems mm. as though, Mr. Homan, that you are the author. Interesting. It says here, from yourself, Kevin Michalinen, and Francis Cisna. Is this correct? Did you sign the memo? I'd have to see what you given I'd be happy to provide it. Um, and we'll provide it over, but I would like to note that here it says the official recommendation. There were three different options presented. The third included the option for family separation. This initiative would pursue... I like how she doesn't list the other two options. Maybe she will later on. I haven't fully watched this video yet. But I like how she just focuses on this one option. Family separation. All oh, the horrible. Really? Family separation. Okay, if you think family separation is horrible, then what the heck are you doing in Afghanistan, honestly? Okay, let's, let's continue on. Prosecution of all amenable adults, including those presenting with a family unit. Mr. Homan, your name is on this, is this correct? Yes, I signed that memo. So you are the author of the family separation policy? I am not the author of this memo. You're not the author, but you signed the memo? Yes, a, so, zero, a zero tolerance memo. So you provided the official record. Okay, so he signed, he's not the author of the memo, the ICE, former ICE officer. Instead, he signed the memo, and it's not a family separation memo, it's a memo that lists uh, things that we can do to illegal immigrants to punish them. So one of them just so happened to be family separation. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez obviously twists that into, oh no, it's only family separation. No, it's not. There's two other things I haven't heard of what they are yet. Recommendation to Secretary Nielsen on family, for the United States to pursue family separation. I gave Secretary Nielsen numerous recommendations on how to secure the border and save lives. But it says here... Okay, there we go. So, uh, the former ICE officer himself said, yes, one of them was family separation, but I gave him many more options that he can do to secure the border and save lives. Okay, so AOC is clearly ignoring every single other one just because it doesn't fit her agenda. Very typical for her. Let's continue that you re you gave her numerous options but the recommendation was option three family what, separation what i'm saying this is not the only paper where we've given the secretary numerous okay so she's <laughs> another typical thing they're literally using one piece of paper they're only using one of the memos okay that's that's interesting so he gave the secretary like he said multiple memos and they're only using one of the memos as evidence that's partial evidence right there. Not a very good idea when um, when he's one of the people who signed it and gave multiple memos. So yeah, AOC not doing a very good job with her interrogation, as you can see, which is good. Let's continue on. Options to secure the border and save lives. And so the recommendation 
Of the many that you recommended, you recommended family separation. I recommend a zero tolerance. Which includes family separation. So he recommended a policy of zero tolerance, which means that we will not tolerate illegal immigration. Okay. Same as is whenever a U.S. citizen parent gets arrested when they're with a child. Zero tolerance <laughs> was interpreted as the policy that separated children from their If parents. I get arrested for DUI and I have a young child in a car, I'm going to be separated. When I was a police officer in New York and I arrested a father for domestic violence, I separated that Mr. father Holman, from his family. Mr. Holman, with all due respect, legal asylees are not charged with any crime. Oh, there we go. Legal asylees are not charged with any crime. No, they're not charged with any crime, and they're not being separated from their families either. When you're an asylee and you apply for legal asylum, and then you cross the border without getting your answer back from the United States government, you're no longer a legal asylee. You are an illegal immigrant. Well, when will she get that right? They're not legal asylees. They're illegal immigrants. When you're in the country illegally, it's violation 8 United States Code 1325. Seeking asylum wow. is legal. If you want to seek asylum and go through the port of entry, do it the legal way. The Attorney General of the United States has made that clear. Okay. Mr. Chair, the, the, the memo is, um, is submitted to the record for review. What okay. we don't have is the requirement. Here's another real quick uh, clip of her arguing with another guy. I'll try to go over it as thoroughly as possible, like I did with the last one. ...report to Congress. And while there's all of this debate about whether a citizenship question should be included or not included, the question I have is why are we violating the law to include any question whatsoever in the 2020 census? <laughs> this is where she's arguing. Okay, this is the clip where she argues and saying that illegal immigrants should be counted in for the 2020 census. No, they shouldn't. That they're not immigrants. They're not citizens of the United States. If you're not a citizen of the United States, you should not be counted in the United States census. That's kind of obvious, but whatever. She's out of time, But you, please do answer the question. I, I don't have any need to respond, sir. You don't have a need to respond? I have no need to respond. Um, okay, well, I'm asking. Can you, could you an answer that question, please? Would you repeat the question, please? We are now in violation of the U.S. Census Act of 1974, which requires you to submit a specific report to Congress ahead of, of any changes that you find necessary. This question is not a reinstatement of the 1950 question. It's a change, which means that change requires you to send a report to us while the question is proposed, not before it is decided or settled. So my question is, why are we violating the law to include this question in the 2020? Point of, point of order. Uh, I, I, we need to, at this particular point, gentlewoman is talking about a statute that's been violated there's been no enunciation of what that statute is i don't even know exactly. what she's talking i'm confused about. what she's talking about right now too I th yeah I, I think she laid it out pretty nicely um well, she said it twice I'm, I'm 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 just i'm serious is there anything you'd like to respond to what you've heard today 
Yeah, I'd like to respond to Acting Chairman Jay Paul and your comment about the Trump administration moving money around for more detention beds. I'd like to remind you, under the Obama administration, we did that most of the years he was president. Okay. So here's that ice guy again. Uh, it turns okay. So they're arguing about the census. She wants illegal immigrants in the census, and she's wondering why we're doing all the stuff with illegal immigrants, like uh, why we're moving the tension stuff around. I guess according to this ice guy. I'm not very familiar with this court case. I don't think I've actually heard of it before. I mean, I've heard of her idea to include illegal immigrants in the census, but I haven't heard of the court case itself. So I guess this is a new one for me as well. Let's continue. DHS is called reprogramming. We did that under the Obama administration. I didn't. I don't remember any hearings on that. Right, I heard about this. So more families are separated, or in a Democrat's terms, separated by the Obama administration than they were under the Trump administration, as well as more detention areas or more people filling up detention areas under the Obama than under Trump administration. I, I did hear about that. And also I'd like to remind you that, that under the Obama administration, I mean, you're quick to point out that the cages were built under Obama administration. I was there. Family detention, we had 100 family beds under Obama administration. We built 3,000 more. So when there was a surge in FY14 and FY15 on border, Congress was quick to give all the money we needed to build potential facilities, get transportation contracts. We reprogrammed. So basically he's saying, okay, so under the Obama administration, we did much more than we are doing under the Trump administration. And the reason why is not because Trump doesn't want to do more, but it's because Congress isn't allowing it. And the reason why Congress is not allowing it is because they don't like the source of the ideas. It's typical, honestly. Democrats hate anything that Republicans say that we should do. It's really annoying, honestly. Let's continue. Grand money out of the majority of the years she was president, that was fine. Under Obama administration, FY12, we removed 409,000 people, half of what was removed last year. There was no hearings on that. So, I, I, you know, this is about transparency. Let's be, let's be factual about it. Time of the gentleman has expired. Since you did address some comments at me, I'll just say that I didn't like it under the Obama administration either. In fact, well, be honest with If she didn't like it under the Obama administration, then why didn't she openly go against it? Because I don't remember her uh, going against it whatsoever. American people, you, you can't point out faults in the Trump administration when it happened Mr. under Obama administration. That's dishonesty. It's pathetic and it's sad. Mr. Holman. I control the time, and I am the chairwoman of the committee. Thank you for respecting Oh, me. power. <laughs> I didn't like it under the Obama administration, and I'll remind you, Mr. Homan, that you also testified before Congress in support of the Obama's priorities enforcement program before the Senate Judiciary Committee on May 19, 2016, which had a very different approach. Well, can, that, I respond, can I respond that, to that? that? Can I respond I to that? No. Of course not. not. I want to give you some time, but I, I do want to... Okay, so, of course, he couldn't respond to that. Oh, by the way, um, this is a playlist I made of just basically uh, this former ICE officer arguing with different people about Im illegal immigration in different court cases. I'm not familiar with the court cases, so it's a new time for me uh, watching these tapes as well as you guys. This is my honest, 100% unbiased... Well, I'm saying unbiased. I'm a clear Republican. But I'm just telling you the 100% truth and what I think about these. 100% my opinion. I ask one uh, a quick question. And I want to make one quick statement. I find it very offensive that anybody would compare... Offensive, my butt. Uh, 
uh, any federal employee, frankly, to uh, someone who, uh, the Gestapo or uh, running Nazi concentration camps. That is very offensive. I have 15 seconds and I yield to you. Thank you for saying that. I wish somebody in Democratic leadership would say that out loud. Look, you want to know why there's 50,000 people in detention? You want to know why we have a million, one million illegal entries in the United States? You want to know why we have these issues? Because you have failed to secure the border. You have failed to work with this president to close the three loopholes we've asked for two years to close. So if you want to know why this issue expired. exists, you need to look in the mirror. You, need, you have failed American expired. people who are not securing the border and closing the loopholes. Mr. Holman, look, please respect the chair and the authority you know, of the chair. Please respect his opinion. The you have time me. of the gentleman has expired. I've asked the you politely to let me go beyond my, my time, and you let other people go beyond the their time, but not, not to Tom Holman. He don't get me go have, beyond his time. Mr. Holman, we have Oh, she's getting mad now. How much you want to bet she's going to charge him money? This is a an circus. agreement this is between circus. the Republicans and the Democrats with the ranking member. We increased the time of one witness, uh, one uh, member of Congress, who was interrupted by a protest. That is done with the approval of the ranking member. Please respect the chair's authority. The I respect woman, the chair's authority, the but the chair... Mr. Holman! The, the, you work for me. me. I'm a taxpayer. Oh, you work for me. I'm a taxpayer. I have not heard the argument in a long time, and I love that argument. Taxpayer, you work for me. The witness will suspend. Nice. Okay. So that's everything I got for you guys on that. Real quick. Three different uh, court cases. Very interesting. Very interesting indeed. Um, it's... Obviously, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, when she was in those two court cases, that was very, um, uh, very interesting because she's like one of the dumbest Democrats ever. The last court case was just the former ICE officer and the judge. Mm, the judge was arrogant, very power consumed. She doesn't care what the ICE officer thought, or Mr. Holman thought. It's very typical for a Democrat to think like that. And unfortunately, that is what is happening in today's courts and today's laws. Things like this are getting very, very popular now. I just wish it could be reversed, you know. Unfortunately, people fail to realize, like Mr. Holman said, we are the taxpayers. They work for us. We don't work for them. They should listen to us. We should not have to listen to them. Why did people forget that? That was the entire reason why America was founded. Founded for the people. Not the people for the government. The government for the people. Just a shame that Democrats forgot about that. There's a book in our library that... Our book... There's a library that I go to. And it has two books, actually. And they're both the political party books, so... The Democrat Party, it says, the party of the people. The Republican Party, the grand old party. And the Democrat Party, the party of the people? Really? <laughs> Seriously? I mean, yes, there's more Democrats than Republicans, but are you out of your mind? No. The Democrat Party is not for the people. The Democrat Party is for themselves.
Democrats don't care about the people. They don't care that the government is made for the people and not the other way around. They just want the power. And they'll do anything to keep that power. Now, uh, I'm mainly talking about very radical Democrats here. Uh, what I would call leftists. There are very, uh, what do you call it, decent Democrats out there. I know a few. I'm sure you guys know a few Democrats who are decent people. You can have a regular, uh, what do you call it, regular fair debate with them. They don't go crazy. It's just like a debate. And when you're done with that debate, you can shake hands with them and still be good friends with them. Those Democrats are amazing. Just absolutely amazing. I love it when I can have a good debate with someone. And we're still friends at the end. <laughs> I love it when that happens. So this is, that was today's episode. Uh, I'll try to do another episode as soon as I can. No guarantees. Because I don't know when that time is. Maybe next week, maybe two weeks, I'm not sure. But as soon as I possibly can, I'll come out with another episode. Thank you guys for listening. And if you have any questions, you can email me at weeklypolitics at mail.com. That's weeklypolitics at mail.com. Uh, if you like this episode, share it with your friends or people who even disagree with you to convince them of these opinions. And I'll catch you all next time.